Why do I feel like we're in season two? It's a brand new world. You, that thing is looking real stretchy right now. You gonna okay with that? You I'm feeling great. Let's pull this close. You know, I'm feeling good. You're high, so I am high. All right, Thank well, you. Look Looking out for safer. me. Uh, hey, welcome to No Lies Detected. I'm Megan Tonjes. I am <laughs> Michelle Moore. You're many things. Multi. Mm-hmm. You exist in multitudes. I do. I don't know where I'm, where I'm existing. Where I'm existing <laughs> right now. <laughs> this is where we talk about the lies that you tell yourselves and the truths you need to know. We are currently in joshua tree california jt <laughs> what up though staying in a little airbnb hanging out watching some very distressing Can't movies stand these joshua trees these things look nasty oh yeah tell like them the look. tell them how much you hate joshua trees i don't like the way they look uh <laughs> makes my skin crawl yeah um didn't realize it was called joshua tree because of that of the plants that you that you seem to hate mm-hmm, i don't like that yeah yeah um I feel like there were a lot of things that you looked over when you were like planning this trip. Right. Uh, one thing I didn't consider was <laughs> the fact that it was the desert. <laughs> you sent me a picture of the temperatures and you were like, ah, I didn't think this through. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> did not think this through. Yeah. But it's been quite nice, actually. This has been good. It I hasn't feel- been super hot. Like today was really nice. And we have air conditioning yeah it's breezy outside we're in a nice real, real uh, nice little mod um airbnb we are this is a super cute i mean i feel like we could live here this could be our winter house yeah you know? I think so this is the place i think so wandered into town got some groceries sampled the the regional delights such as mcdonald's and del taco <laughs> never had del taco before i usually i'm not a fast food person and what I was never, your favorite like, thing from del taco today they're french fries god damn they were really good. They were magical. I didn't expect, and I'm kind of pissed, frankly, at all of you that didn't tell me Del Taco had such delicious fries. And let's be honest, they're delicious because they're crinkly. And crinkly fries are always delicious. Like there's a, like a little crisp. There's something about a crinkly fry. A little crisp. A little crisp. It was like. You just bite it and then it's soft and it's hot and it's salty. It was all the things. What are we talking about? I don't know if we're talking about dick or fries. <laughs> <laughs> We're two lonely women in the goddamn desert. Instead of going on trips with boyfriends and husbands, we go out together. <laughs> we are not lonely. We're not. We're not lonely, y'all. You know what? We're actually this is my this is my theory. My theory is that we're actually winning. Because we are winning. Everyone else our age has kids, has marriages that they hate. Has to make has has jobs that are like nine to five. <laughs> I love how you said has kids because <laughs> <laughs> who wants those? <laughs> what I'm saying is that we're not that you know. Listen, it's a great life. What I'm saying is that we're at a very <laughs> specific time where the two of us are kind of living a slumber party life. Mm-hmm. Like we just get to leave midweek, go to the desert to hang out. Mm-hmm. watch movies like this is stuff you want to do with like your teenage girlfriends yep and you're like excited for the weekend to do we get to do it anytime anytime we want. cheaper during the week now the trade-off for that is like crippling anxiety <laughs> <laughs> lack of financial freedom <laughs> you know for a lot of being exhausted exhaustion is a side effect of slumber party life it affects you physically. Yeah, it takes you down. But the time that you do have, the joys that you do have, they are high. <laughs> they are concentrated. Oh, my God. You know? 
Oh, God. But sometimes you get to live in this little dream life <laughs> where we just, we're existing. We're never coming back, y'all. We're never coming. What would really happen if, if we just stayed here and we didn't leave for the next guests? What's the worst that could happen? No one would ever think of us. You know what I would love? To do this often. And I think the way to achieve that is for all of you, us, for all of you, us, <laughs> for all of you, all of you guys to give us your money. <laughs> <laughs> give me your motherfucking money, bitch. Don't you want to hear a 24 hour a day <laughs> slumber party with me and Michelle? Forever. Think about it. Forever and a day. So much fun. The conversations we have during one day that don't even get onto the podcast because we're just living are gems that like you would be so blessed to know. Oh, see, give me your money. <laughs> give, it, no, give us your money. Give us your money. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing right now. We're totally high. We um, are high. Why are we doing this? We've been watching, well, life or the podcast? I don't know. Whichever. Well, first of all, I'll tell you why we're doing we're it. We're on vacation, y'all. So who knows what's going to come out our money. But even on vacation, now. can't quite stop working. <laughs> no, look at us. Look at us. Yay. Still we're, being productive. Yeah, look at us. Just, just, just things and people yeah we do Tell them all them. fuck it up we should uh yep follow us absolutely share our work god damn right uh you know do some drugs there's the occasionally truth. when With people you legal. trust yeah right I mean, all listen. I don't know what I'm saying right now. <laughs> Hire me as your healer. I can't tell if we're being, <laughs> we might just be being bad role models. I'm not entirely sure. Listen, I'm nobody's. Okay, I'm, sober. There's a shirt. You didn't even say it. There's a shirt. Sober. I'm nobody's role model. I am nobody's role model. Not a role mo- model. Not t-shirt. your role model. Not a role model. No. Not the role model. No. Be your own role model. But if paid enough money, could be a model. You know? Yes. That's the only modeling we do. All the models. I'll play the <laughs> roles too if you're giving me the money. There you go. Wow. It all works together. Just break up the words, you know? Whatever. Break up the words with dollar signs because. <laughs> dollar signs. Dollar, 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 dollar. Anybody who's West Indian knows that song. I'm in my underwear. And you know, you know that part in the day where you eat too much salsa? Um, <laughs> too many chips? Uh, you just no. keep pushing and then you push. Oh yeah, you did eat. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't even, you know why? Cause I was, I was eating my little ice cream, homemade ice cream. They're all inside of me. I contain multitudes as well. <laughs> and those multitudes are mission tortilla fiesta size triangles. Oh wow. I can't tell you. I, it's like the bag was open and I couldn't stop. It's we same just, thing with those sour gummies that you got. Oh, the, oh they, starburst, starburst. Bitch, it's like we're having a sleepover. Sour gummies for, you know, those munchie. I get, I get um, a sweet tooth when I'm, yeah. when I'm high. I feel like I only eat sweet things around you. Really? Yeah. I'm more of a savory bench. I'm a sweetie. You are a sweetie. I'm a sweet. I actually am not. I'm a more of a savory person myself. Yeah. But my. The bitch loves a dessert special friend you sound like you're talking about your period right now (laughs) (laughs) my Um, aunt Flo my special friend (laughs) that I hang out with yeah your friend plus my friend plus partner (laughs) enjoys and partakes in the dessert I can't wait for you to write your book your friend plus and your husband friend (laughs) has turned me on yeah to more boys than one um, <laughs> two, <laughs> two desserts. 
Don't try to fuck him over this microphone. Uh, okay? <laughs> Let's calm it down. This is a family show. I don't know what you're talking about. You should know what I'm talking about. I have no we are idea. For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for, you know what's going to happen? I want to upload this episode at some point. I'm going to get a text message from Michelle or a voice note cackling because she won't, we won't, both of us, neither of us will remember any of this, any of this, but listening to it while driving, we'll realize how high we were. Oh man. Shit. And what a fucking gem. I'm, I'm taking a, in everything in my, like my eyesight right now. I'm just like the memories. I'm taking. I took a swig of brandy because my, my I just needed. This some. bitch carries alcohol around in her okay. purse. <laughs> Let me just explain to you. I am West Indian. Okay. Okay. I have a little bottle. I'm not a drinker. A I don't bite. drink hard liquor. No. But sometimes. Okay. When anybody around is having like a sore throat or problems with their allergies, it helps to just, it's better than, yeah. than cough drops and pills. It's nature. <laughs> I'm a healer. <laughs> this is like what a musician on tour tells themselves <laughs> as they descend into alcoholism. <laughs> you know, sometimes your throat's just sore before a show. Gotta take a swig. Oh, my, my sore throat is bothering me tonight. Gotta drink a <laughs> bottle. But it's okay because I carry it around in my purse and it's fine. I'm a healer. No, but I'm, I'm I'm really not a drinker. I don't, um, not in that way. I, I prefer to drink wine. Hard liquor for me is a little bit, like I'll have a drink. Like I was just telling you before, I don't like getting drunk. No. I like, I can do tipsy. Mm-hmm. Past that. Not happy. Uh-uh. Not a good situation. Call me a square, I guess, because I, I have. Well, this square is going to get nine hours of goddamn sleep a night. Exactly. And be hydrated, looking I 37, have, looking 32 forever. Listen, I do not. Anytime somebody says, what do you do with your skin? And, you know, you look so young or Here, whatever. Here's the trick. I wipe pee on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't know that that's where you were going to go. <laughs> Um, I do do that, but I, I, I can explain that to you later. Um, <laughs> no, I think you can explain it to us now. <laughs> You're I not just going to go number I one. I don't drink a lot of hard liquor. Yeah. Um, I'll, do, I'll drink wine. And if I, like I said, occasionally if I go out, I'll have like a glass of champagne. Okay. Or um, at most I'll have two drinks. I never go to three. Yeah. Because that's just too much uh, for me. Um, in terms of the pee on my face. Yeah, go back to that. The, that's the part that we want to get back to. Okay, so, there, it's and it's true what they say. If you put your own pee on your face, <laughs> just look it up. Urine therapy for okay. your face. Look it up in the Wikipedia. Now, there's some people that drink their own pee. I don't do that. Mm. But you want to get it fresh in the morning after when you just, your first pee. And you just put it on a little cotton thing and you just wipe your face with it. Yeah. It's your own pee. It's not, it's not, and it's not waste. A lot of people are like, oh, that's waste. And I'm, I'm not shitting on my hands and wiping on my face. Your, your pee actually has a lot of nutrients in it and vitamins in it. Mm. And it helps to, it aids you in other things. I know I sound like some like, you know, someone who is, you know, new uh, Patreon perk. Michelle pees in glasses. For no, 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 no. It has to be your own pee. Uh, it can't be a new skincare line by no, Michelle Moore. It has to be. It has to be. It has to come from your body. Yeah. That's why you should drink the more healthy you eat and the more that you drink water and stuff like that. You're basically de detoxifying your skin with your own with your own the only your own elements this from is the your body this is the love your skin 
This wait, I lost it. I'm high. Love the skin you're in. There you go. There's the urine thing. Listen, skincare line by Michelle Moore. Just let me let me explain to you. If you don't make a shirt that says I Love pee on my face, the skin urine. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking riot. I want it. Okay, I need it. Love the skin urine. <laughs> Love it. This will be cute on tour because people will come back and they'll be like, I have a shirt from your first run. We'll be like, oh my God, it's a love the skin you're in shirt. That's a vintage classic. No lies detected. Classic merch. Because if you guys understand anybody who is, first of all, any black person knows, has heard of this before. Um, but um, uh, they used to say like baby's pee was good as well but listen if you have a pimple coming in or you can feel it like a cyst i'm telling here's you, your homework for tonight i'm telling you pee on a cotton pad and wipe it on your fucking face and trust me within like two hours that bad boy goes all the way down if your pimple goes down i want you to go to anchor.fm forward slash no lies detected and the money you would have spent on some zit cream put it in our wallets and some people say well how long do you leave it on or whatever <laughs> yeah and a friend of mine was the one that told me about it <clears throat> and her name's maddie michelle and uh, i saw the difference in the quality of her skin and i was like dang Mm. And she told me what she was doing. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I've heard of that before. Yeah. Like people in my family have done that. I just never, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, ew, that's so disgusting. Why would you pee on your face? And it's just like. I want your next post on Instagram to be a photo of your immaculate (laughs) skin and And just you saying pee on your face. (laughs) And the thing is that like anytime I have really bad breakouts, I don't do it all the time. I used to do it all the time, but I, I only do it now when I have really bad breakouts and I need my dark marks to fade and whatever, you know, yeah. a, um, Michelle living. Moore nectar <laughs> next skincare. Line. But it has to be, don't let nobody talk you into peeing on your face. Okay. It has to be your pee. It can't be anybody else's. Pee. Unless you're into it, but it might not have the skincare properties that you're looking for. It won't. It will not. I have moving a, on. Oh, we are going to move on. I have an email for you. Oh God. For all of us. No subject. Hey, Megan and Michelle, I'm in love with your podcast. I, in the future, want to go into therapy. So hearing the advice you give others is really inspiring to me. It makes me reflect on my desire to help others. Here's my question. I remember hearing you guys talk slightly about when a Sagittarius isn't raised right and that that can be really damaging. In a <laughs> Spirits are already with them, Michelle. In a previous Alliance Detected episode, I believe it's possible that I could fall into that category, but I wanted to know what that may look like like in a person i grew up in a single mother household my mother was very homophobic passive aggressive Mm -hmm. judgmental Mm -hmm. but preached religion Mm -hmm. there you go yes you are that sagittarius and severely controlling because she did not accept my sexuality Mm -hmm. i think my question is what does a sagittarius who isn't raised right look like or possibly how do they behave and do you and wait and do how you believe a sagittarius who wasn't raised right oh how okay I'm high, but also how that's written up doesn't make sense. Basically, like, how can they grow and improve? Okay. Well, uh, is there more? Oh, here's the chart. Sagittarius sun, Capricorn rising, Scorpio moon. Oh, Scorpio moon. Oh, wow. A Sagittarius feels like a Scorpio and is seen as a Capricorn. This person is um, a a fucking perfectionist. Yeah. Um, Everything in its place. Uh... And why do other people's have things in their places that I don't have? It's, I, I know I said people aren't could not be raised right, but 
uh, I should say there are ways to there are ways to raise children better. Mm. Um, because of your signs, you're good. You'll be able to get yourself out of that. Those are some strong signs. Yeah, you'll be able to get yourself out of Every that. Every single one of those signs is very fucking strong and is definitely a surviving sign. Yeah, you definitely will. You just have to continue to be honest with yourself mm. and um, make sure you're understanding your position in each scenario and how you're affecting yourself by, by the decisions that you're making. But you're good. That's my answer. Good job. You listen to the podcast. You got worried about what Michelle said, which means you might actually care, which means you might actually make it. <laughs> the next Let me know if you do, because I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we can pass the seeds on to our podcast mm-hmm. babies. Okay, next one. Look, you're so cozy in this little blanket right now. I am. Laying on the couch. I am. All these other people that have podcasts and have full-on producers and studios and all that. And we're like, how can we be laying down? Because we have no money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm seeing it as a positive. I'm seeing it as a, how lucky are we? How lucky? How lucky. Here's one. Taurus behavior, your opinion wanted. Oh, no. We talked enough about Taurus (laughs) today. I'm tired. (laughs) Y'all are tired Taurus. That's what you are. My husband is an Aquarius and I am a Taurus. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Any sentence that starts off with anyone being with an Aquarius we're about to go down a road. Two years ago, he cheated on me and almost. Uh. <laughs> and almost. One year ago, his love child was born. <laughs> we are still married for reasons, but separated. He's no longer even with this love child's mother and constantly claims he wants me back. When we do spend time together, I always catch him in lies. My Taurus behavior at its finest, trying to give someone a second, third. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your Taurus behavior as its finest is that y'all like to keep yourself in shit mm-hmm. and then act like the victim. Trying to give someone a second, third, 40th chance. Yeah. Oh, don't try it over here. Think of that out loud. Say that out loud to yourself. Imagine how if someone came to you and said, I've given them 40 chances and they fucked up every time. Do you think your advice as a friend would be like, Definitely go with them. Stay with them. For sure, that's the one. You want to stay in this 40th chance. Someone lies all the time. They cheated on me. They had a kid with someone else, but I just, I can't figure it out. Uh, Are we going to work? Okay. I am to the point now where I don't want to continue in a romantic relationship. I don't want to continue this at all. (laughs) It's like I see the cursor in front of me that stops when you say that, but then I know that I have to push through. But he's so narcissistic in his ways of being charming and then turns into a snake. It's also hard for me to put an end to this because we have two daughters and he gets them every other weekend. And if he doesn't get what he wants, he makes things very difficult. You see what I'm saying? That's classic Taurus behavior, what she's doing. What are your thoughts and opinions on this? If you can get through this email without mentally setting me on fire. I know. Too late. Thanks in advance. Well, I guess you should have put that first because you were burned the fuck down. This is what Taurus do. Yeah. They try to make the other person look bad. Yeah. Because of their own behaviors. But you're still yeah. in it with them. You're sitting here considering if you should stay with someone that you're literally calling a fucking snake. Out loud. As if like, well, we have kids together. And like, if he doesn't so get his way, he makes things hard. 
that what? that whose fault is that? I don't even know what well, that wait. means. <laughs> whose fault is that? That your life is the way that it is. It's not his fault. If you're complaining about how your life is right now, you have to look yeah. at yourself. Because you're not taking it as a lesson. Right now, you're, you're pointing the fingers. You're saying, oh, he, it doesn't matter what he did. You're not with him anymore. But why are you still with, but you're still with him. You're still orbiting around. You're still with him. You're doing the damage to yourself. And using your kids as an excuse. Yep. And that is trash. Yeah. Because I tell you what, if you had moved on, you would understand these, these are decisions that I've made. I have kids with a person that's not that great. We don't like each other anymore, whatever. But I made my, met my bed. I lied in it. Now I've moved on. And now mm -hmm. I just and now it's awkward. And unfortunately, it just has to be awkward. I don't have to make it awkward because I can have my own life and be living my own life and understand my own life is my own and his is his. And that's all that it is. And we have two kids together. But no, instead, you want to flip it around and talk about his business. She talked about what he did. And she didn't say <clears throat> she didn't say that I am trying to figure out how to make things work with my husband mm -hmm. who I'm no longer together with. No, it's, it's like almost like he as an outside force is lulling her back in her children. The last thing she mentioned, mm -hmm. not to mention we have kids together. She wanted to focus in the fact that he cheated mm -hmm. and he's no longer with this person, but he has a love child. I know exactly what you're doing. Cause you're a Taurus. Yeah. Nice try. Nice try. There's no answer to your question. Yeah. You're doing all of the shoveling and all of the digging. This is an email that wants to believe that it's supposed, it's learning some lesson in a noble way. And if you're describing that you're going through a situation one, two, three, 40 times, that is the universe showing you you're not learning the fucking lesson. You don't have to keep learning that lesson over and over and over and over again, but you keep running yourself back into the situation. Just give him the kids every other weekend and move the fuck on and fix your shit. Your life is your life now. Stop deal using with him it. as an out. You know, he's trash. So let him be trash and stop being trash with him. Unless you want to be we trash. We didn't need to know about his love child. We didn't need to know about any of those things. No. Ask, that doesn't change what he's, what you're doing. Ask doing. better questions. Ask better questions because if you didn't learn from this right now in this moment, then I guess you got to still learn a lesson because I, we can't help you any further than this. Mm. Okay. Okay. You want to do another one? <laughs> Thank mm. you. Next. Um, okay. Why did print get so small? Or did my eyes get so bad? Dear Megan and Michelle, thank you for your podcast and all the advice you give. I am seeking some guidance on achieving some sort of balance as I am overwhelmed. I'm 31 years old, straight cis white woman acknowledging all the privilege. I'm married and I have two children, four-year-old boy, three-month-old girl. At the moment, this means I'm an introvert who's never alone. It feels like my time and energy are constantly in demand with little time to recharge, and I'm becoming resentful of the needs I feel like I'm just not able to meet. With graduate school, friends, and extended family as well, I feel like I am drowning. My husband helps when he's home, but with his work schedule, this is becoming less possible, and he needs downtime as well. 
I want to be more present for my family, but with external deadlines looming, I'm having trouble not becoming frustrated and sad about my inability to give them all they ask for, especially my four-year-old who's seeking a lot of attention and emotional support right now. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. And they gave all the signs for them and their children and their husband. Okay. Well, first thing. Yeah. White women. Yes. You don't have to acknowledge your privilege in an introduction. Yeah. You don't have to do that. I know we're in a heightened time where everybody's like, but when you, when you're emailing us, you don't have to do that. Yeah. That's not a stress that is necessary to carry. Mm -mm. You know, for yourself who you are, you don't need to reel that off Mm -hmm. when you're introducing yourself to people, especially black people. It's off putting. Yeah. When you say something like that, because now you're separating me from you, and yeah. the the idea is that we're equals. You're like, hi, my name is Megan. Here are the ways I'm fucked up, real quick, just in case you know that I know them. It, so right. I'm cool and I'm a I'm a good one. Yeah, I don't need to know that. I yeah. don't need to know that. I don't need to know that you're on my side. I don't need. None to... of that was important to the question. The question was about being overwhelmed by kids and a husband. Yeah, and... you're overwhelmed by kids and a husband. You're allowed to have that regardless of your race. Yeah, <laughs> it <not>. doesn't. <laughs> you told us you're white, so it changes the yeah, entire. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. I, I you know, yeah. just like a white person to complain about. <laughs> How I dare mean, you have four on. fucking children and you're tired? Right. That's you know. Yeah. Um, give us a little bit more credit than that. Um, um, you know, I don't have children, so. Mm-hmm. I think as we were just talking on this podcast about we're in a slumber party time, no kids, no husband. I love children. And I think that especially watching my sister, who's about to be another, a mother again, she's a new mother. She uh, has a one year old and she's about to give birth in like a week again. And uh, all I can do is listen. Yeah. And reminds her, you know, that I, don't, I never want to remind her that, like, she's got this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when shit sounds rough, I'm like, damn, that sounds like a lot, you know, because yeah. I, 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 that's lazy. Yeah. That's lazy behavior. It's only, and it's lazy because people don't know what to say. And then they're just like, you can do it. I mean, you're so strong. And yeah, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, that's lazy. That's not a, I'm looking for someone else to hear it and say, that is really fucked up. Yeah, that's not a way to be there for your friends. So I I don't really know what to say Mm. other than I hope that you have people around you that support you. Um, and don't blame you for wanting the life that you have and but at the same time finding it difficult yeah so to live in because we all have to do that you know we all make choices to to do something in our lives and it's not always fun yeah and it's not it's not always it's not always um it doesn't always feel rewarding yeah do you know what i mean yeah so you're allowed to be stressed and you're allowed to have a hard time and 
you have one of the hardest jobs in the world yeah. and i'm not saying that just because people say that shit like no it legitimately hard. is imagine and i can really it can really keep myself alive every fucking day she's imagine raising more. four human four, no there's a four year uh four-year-old boy and a three-month-year-old girl oh three-month-old girl yeah well still yeah, so you have ki- and you have kids that are right before that. Like that four-year-old's about to become start in the next few years, become an age where he'll be a little bit more yeah. self-sufficient and he'll yeah. have activities to go to. But you have a baby. And that's she's thirty-one. That means she had her first when she was like in her like 27, 27. 26 or something like that. Yeah. You know, you've been a mom for a while now, and now you have a new baby. Yeah. You know, I that's mean, a lot. It is a lot. It's a lot, and. I'm, you you know, I'm sure your four-year-old is a wonderful child. Mm-hmm. If you're, you're having another child and everything's okay, like, you know, he's he's taken care of. So you made, made the decision to, or whether or not you did or not, it, you know, because things happen, but you're capable. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to be tired. Yeah. And, I mean... It's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like I have limited experience on this besides like what people I know talk about. Mm-hmm. And I think that is like a real time, especially like right before you start get, getting your kids into school, mm-hmm. where it's just like you are have to be on 24 mm-hmm. seven all of the time to do everything. Yeah. And I think that you mentioned your husband and how he's, you know, he needs time too. But I think that I would really rely on him especially if this is someone you know you're in love with you have kids with and you think he's a sturdy person like i just need a few hours you take a few hours like how can we alternate this and so even that you could do don't wait until trust me ask for what you want i i i might not have children but i've been married um when, when you start to recognize that there's a problem even before listen there's nothing wrong with having couples therapy when you're married as like a tune up mm. to just check in if when kids are involved because kids change the dynamic of things. Yeah. And so maybe speaking to somebody once a month could help you better organize your life mm-hmm. so that you guys aren't uh, miscommunicating or there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going to couples therapy, even though you're still in a loving marriage. You oh, want yeah. to Don't wait until it's like yeah. at the end and then be like, how can we bandage this together real quick? Right. So if you know, there's a dynamics, sh- there's a shift in your, in your, um, life. Yeah. You might want to seek, seek out some counseling just to help you guys manage it and make mm-hmm. certain rules and things that'll work for you guys instead of trying to figure out on your own while you're tired, you know? Yeah. And I would say, like, look around to friends and family that you really trust. So even if you're like, can you, I just need a few hours Friday night to, like, go do whatever. Mm-hmm. Or we want a date night. Or can you just watch them for the afternoon? Mm-hmm. Just, like, even come over, help you cook dinner. Anything that will, like, yeah. alleviate kind of what you're going through and give you that, like, s- social interaction that you do want. Yeah. Or at least the peace for a yeah. bit. Um, I think sometimes we get in our own heads and feel like, well, no one else understands. And there are people that are willing and able and ready to be told like what you need. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of say it. Yeah. That's I mean, it. it's beautiful to be able to, especially if you have a lot of adult friends, invite your adult friends that have no kids, invite them over. Yeah. <laughs> They'll help entertain the kids. And then you can, it's like your kids are the only kids at the party and that's okay because then yeah. you, you know, 
Uh, again, we don't have children, but it just it seems like something that you could do because when you have other adults around you who love your family and love being love your friendship gives you some time to yourself yeah don't wait until your kids aren't around to hang out with your friends or until you can get a babysitter just invite them over yeah and then you know you still you're still parenting but also you have you have a whole bunch of people who are hands-on who want to be there yeah and you can have a little bit of both yeah i agree a little bit of both do you want to read another email sure okay let me archive this little baby um okay here's a question help me with my gifts in continuation is the title hi in continuing with the oh is this an obvious off another email wait what sending multiple emails no 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 we're not (laughs) maybe i'm misreading it i don't know uh why do i do drugs whatever Okay, I remember Michelle saying she wished people would do voicemails. Oh, okay, I see. I'm still lost. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, babe. Um. Okay, I have no idea what this is about. Sometimes I try to skim these emails and just find some words, but this has nothing specific in it. But here we go. Mm. Hi, Michelle and Megan. How do I step out of the comfort of my singleness and learn to push myself towards new experiences where I am conflicted about whether or not I want this? I'm 31 years old and I have a lot of never have done's. It hasn't bothered me yet because I fully believe that I need to experience that is a lie to experience a mental and physical attraction to someone before I go all in. But I'm afraid that after having spent a lifetime of not experiencing these things, that when I am ready, the person will think less of me because of lack of experience. I'm very impulsive. And if I'm attracted, I'm the type of person that goes all. And at the same time, I'm very much secure in my decision making and grounded in my belief that I don't need to mm-mm, impress mm-mm, anyone. That's not what this is. And yet I still worry that when I do like someone, they will be disinterested for lack of experience. This is an airy sun with a Taurus moon and rising. <laughs> is it? It is. Did they say their name? No. Uh, And I can't tell by the name much detail. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't understand what the fuck any of that question was. (laughs) Maybe that's when I skimmed it and I was like, there are no specific words in here. It's because it makes no sense. Um, Okay, so you're concerned. You're concerned. Go back and read that email to get their answer. That's what they need to do because everything they said is who exactly who they are. They, yeah. Everything they said they weren't is who That's they who are. you are. Yeah. You don't need to specify. This could have been a very simple question about like, hey, I'm, I'm figuring out how I want to move and being single and like if I want these things that other people think I should want and how that will like, you know, will people think less of me because I have less experience. You don't need to list a whole resume of all the things that you're not and the things that you definitely aren't doing and the things that you definitely don't think. It sounds like you think those. And you are there. And I don't want to get into that. She just needs to, or whoever it is that wrote it, needs to, they're they're insecure. They're worried about a person that they've never met not liking them already. Oh, God. The, the, you're, you're thinking of things that haven't even, where are you, where's your life right now? You're so focused on not being liked or dismissed because of your lack of experience and as far as i'm concerned the lack of experience you have is within yourself you have no experience in yourself and you're worried very worried 
That's all that I heard. Yeah. You're focused on the wrong I thing. I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I like. I, I don't, don't know what other people think. Yeah. And what if this mystery person when I meet, they don't like me because I'm inexperienced. Okay. I mean, what if a fucking asteroid falls into the goddamn earth? Anything can happen. You're, you're not. The person you're talking about is yourself. Yeah. You're not okay with it. Mm-hmm. Because if you, you nobody's worried about you like that. If you're okay with it, you would be able to talk to people and just tell them who and what you are. It's not even about being okay with it and being able to tell other people. It's about being able, being okay with it and not giving a damn about telling anybody anything. Because you don't really got to tell anybody anything. You could just be no. who you are. You have to present a thesis to people when they meet you as to like, hey, uh, so I don't have any experience in this. Uh, is that really a bad idea? Are you, am I awkward? Don't to do all that. Just own up to inexperienced who you are. Inexperienced in what? what? I mean... Who, who you don't know what they're experiencing or inexperienced. I mean, that's that's a reach. Yeah, you're 31. <laughs> you mean to tell me that you what you've been doing your whole 31 years? Nothing. And what, but because you think you didn't have sex. Yeah, that you're inexperienced. You have plenty of experience. Trust me. It doesn't. First of all, do you know how many people out here thinking that they really doing something having sex and they ain't doing a goddamn thing? And it they're not doing anything. No. Some of these people are in their 40s and they're still lost. Yeah. You're better off. <laughs> <laughs> you're better off because when the first time it happens you and, and you're, you'll know you're, you'll be with yourself. Just, I keep telling y'all just be with yourself. Stop comparing yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And wondering if somebody's going to like you or not like you because of the things that you have or don't have or haven't done or whatever. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. You're better off. Do you know how many people out here roaming the streets thinking they've done something? Yeah. And all they did was which it show punch you with the clothes on. If you're and I, I'm just saying yeah. that as like I'm not just I'm I'm using sex as the analogy. Yeah. But all they they've never really made love. And when I say I'm again using it as an analogy, I'm talking yeah. about just in life in general. Yeah. You are. So what if you haven't had physical contact with somebody else? I'm sure you've made love in many other ways. Yeah. You're 31. You're passionate about something. Yeah. Just because somebody can can have sex with you doesn't mean that they're experienced. Yeah. You can meet somebody who's had sex with so many people and they're just they're just as, if not more inexperienced than you are. And the thing is, like, when you are physical with people and you do have sex, you're going to realize it doesn't really take a fucking rocket science degree to figure out how to fuck. And that's not to say that you're going to do it well, but like whatever you think is going to change in you post you finally doing this and like what it looks like before that, you'll figure it out when you get there. If you like someone and they like you and you're secure in who you are. You'll figure it out. And if someone really has such an issue, you'll get to it when you deal with it, you know? I think that, again, I'll say it again, you guys are really lucky to have Megan here to <laughs> talk to y'all like that because that's too much for me <laughs> because I'm not going to answer your question. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about when you meet somebody and what's going to happen. I'm talking about you. Mm. I don't give a fuck about nobody else. And I, I keep telling y'all, nobody's ever going to treat you and love you the way that you do. Mm. And in this instance, right now, I'm loving you the best. Mm. 
I'm loving this person the best because nobody else is telling this person this. Yeah. I'm not going to coddle you with all that other bullshit about when you meet your dream person and how this is going to happen and he could do this. And yeah. I'm trying to tell you right now, you're focusing on the wrong things. You are your greatest companion. I'm telling you that you are your greatest companion. Whether you're with somebody or not with someone. You, you are the only experience that you need. Somebody comes along and they don't get it. It ain't for them. Mm. But that doesn't mean that you're inexperienced. That's mm-hmm. not what that means. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure in one that's part of your much. life. That's too much. Yeah, that's too much. How many? How how often are you doing that? Yeah, you're not allowing yourself to live life and and just be who you are. And and you're like, oh, I want it to look like this, and it has to be this way. And what if it isn't because I don't have this? And what? What do you? I, stop watching porn. Firstly, I mean, whatever it is yeah. that you're matching it up to. Yeah. Whatever you guys watching these movies and shit like that. Oh that God, we watched not... the movies today. <laughs> I promise you, where you are is perfect. You're wonderful, just the way you are. There's nothing wrong with you. No, you're not inexperienced. No, you are a spiritual, spiritual, um, spiritual energy in a human body, and you're just experiencing life however it comes, however it unfolds. And that is what makes you experienced. That's all you need. Carry on, go forth, <laughs> eat bran, drink water, <laughs> be regular. Oh dear. Okay. Every disaster just happened. As I knocked the cord out, it somehow magically changed. You know what, what happens sometimes when you're speaking the truth, lightning <laughs> strikes. Yeah. Technology couldn't keep up, but luckily you're back just in time to say goodbye. To say now it's time <laughs> to say goodbye to all our family. M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E. Yay. Look, uh, before we get going, just want to remind you all that you can support us on anchor.fm forward slash no lies detected. Um, make sure that you're sharing the podcast. If you want to donate, you can. We have monthly supporters. I want to give a quick shout out to them. Uh, and I hope that you guys are enjoying being back for season two. Okay, so quick shout out. We have 47 monthly supporters right now. 47? How can we get it to 4,700? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say 50, but I like that you aim high. <laughs> okay, I want to give a quick shout out to Daniel, Sarah, Emily, Gloria, Adrian, Jacob, Winston, Ow. Dylan, Emily, David, Stephanie, uh. Jessica, Brett, Camry, uh. Rebecca, Rhonda, Sabrina, mm. Camille, Dorota, mm, mm, and uh, mm. Jessalyn, Andrea, oh, Talisha, Jennifer, Claire, mm. David, Troy, mm, Katie, mm, Tamara, mm. Tessa, Caitlin, mm, Tanya, mm, Tyra, mm. Bridget, Aviva, mm, Adrian, mm, Lisa. Mm, Jessica, mm, Tao, mm, Taylor, mm, Megan, mm. Tana, <laughs> Sebastian, <laughs> Kathleen, Larry, Nicole, and Kristen. God damn, I just feel like I named all my children off at Christmas. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I'm Megan Tanjas. You can find me at most things at Megan Tanjas. I'm Michelle Moore. You can find me all over the place. And you're here. You're, you're better. better. You're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> Have fun, bitch. Have fun, bitch.